a nine-year-old boy was found dead on Wednesday in New Kensington, Pennsylvania. Azuri Charles was found after he did not get on the school bus. Authorities are calling his death a homicide. His father has been taken into custody, but not charged in this matter. At this point, his father has been charged in the matter of giving him a black eye back in November. Azuri was a cancer survivor. Hey, everybody, and welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. This is Katie Weaver, and I'm here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. Hey, everybody. Hey, Katie. I feel like I haven't seen you in a while. How's it going? I know. Good. There are puppies running laps in my office, so if you hear some puppy business, well, that's I mean, when are they not? Right. <laughs> I tried to get in here without them today, and it wasn't happening, so... <laughs> They might be a little attached. Yeah. My I'm, kitty Sandy ooh, made a debut in the uh, in the uh, psychic hour last week because she snuck yes. in my office. <laughs> she showed up on video for everyone to see. So <laughs> feel you. When you live with a bunch of animals. Oh, well, <laughs> that's what happens. Animal things happen for sure. True. Well, I am very good. Just um, living the life, you know, I've <laughs> been very busy traveling with our daughter's softball team and had all kinds of exciting things happen. She was the Mondat player of the week last week. She hit three home runs in two games, one walk-off and one grand slam. She had a walk-off the next day to win a crucial game. She's just lighting it up. It's very fun. She is doing so well. It's awesome. I've she been is. keeping everyone abreast of what's going on when you were gone. Well, thank because you. I know everybody. If I have uh, softball again, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Everyone wanted to know. In both live streams, everyone was like, so wait a minute. What's going on with softball? <laughs> uh, well, good. Well, we will be heading out again in a couple of days for the next leg of uh, the postseason playoffs. So they've made it through the sub-regionals. Now we're headed to regionals. And if they, if they win regionals, then they will go on to super regionals. And they'll be heading, I think, to Ohio. Oh, wow. And I don't know what we're going to do, uh, but they have to make it through sub or regionals first and we'll find out. So the team that so beat, is it like super, super hootie regionals after super regionals or like something <laughs> like that. Well, if they win. OK, here's what I understand. And maybe I'm, I don't know if they so they won. They took second at sub regionals, which put them into regionals. But after that, they only take one team and the team that beat them out of sub regionals out of first. Uh, we have to play them again. They also go to the same regionals that we do. In fact, it's at their house. Uh, <laughs> but if we were to beat them, which we did last year, we'd go on to Ohio and play. And if we beat that team, we'd go on to uh, Minnesota and play. And if we beat that team, we go to the World Series. So <laughs> that, that's how close we are. <laughs> Yikes. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. So we'll see. You know, I whatever they do. I'm so proud of these girls and how amazing they've done. If they're done right now, I don't care. I would be thrilled to see them keep going, but this has been a phenomenal experience and I'm thrilled with whatever they do at this point. I'm just here to hold dogs and pass out Gatorades and 
wipe tears and, you know, <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, and share loud. Yep. And remind husbands not to yell at the rest. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Yeah, he, he does have a little bit of a problem with that. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> anyway, it's all good. It's all good. So, yeah. So, how are you? I'm very good. Very good. Just, you know, loving the weather having fun with my new crystal shop um yeah i did both our live streams last week without you um yeah. a lot of fun on the psychic hour my ha we had my friend jj and she was a blast definitely gonna have to have her back because that was awesome. really fun and just doing great very good love to hear it and thank you mm. for holding down the fort you I'm bet full of chaos these days but i think we're settling soon <laughs> We'll find out. Or, or maybe we're going to Minnesota. I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. Well, guys, this is our Monday episode. Yes, so, Christy, I'm actually going to give the mic right over to you. You're going to kick us off with some uh, cry. I want to say cold case updates, but that's wrong. But it, it is case a update. crime update. Yeah. A crime update. There you go. <laughs> As you know, we are all following very closely the Vicky and Casey White situation. Mm -hmm. White, a, uh, a corrections officer who, uh, well, she it appears she's broken her boyfriend out of jail. That's what's happened. Yep. Yep. And she and Casey White are on the run. Casey White being a very dangerous man Ooh. who was serving 75 years in prison and then admitted to a murder. So he is actually awaiting trial on first degree murder. Mm -hmm. And, you know, recently it came to light that uh, he made a statement that if he ever got out, he was going to go murder his ex-girlfriend and her mother. Mm -hmm. So what he started. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, unfortunately, Vicki White has definitely um, she's chosen the wrong horse. You guys, that's what she's done here. Very falling for something. Oh, yeah. She has. So there was a um, a uh, press conference mm -hmm. with the sheriff in this case that happened on May 6th. So, you know, this case is airing Monday, but we are recording it on Friday. So we want to share the latest um, press conference. And of course, if more things come up, we'll just jump in with a live stream real quick and tell you what's up. Oh, yeah. But um, some cool, interesting, some interesting information has come out. So let's yes. listen to part of this uh, press conference and, and see what's up. We're sort of back to square one as far as a vehicle description right now. As I said, we're working on trying to see if there are any uh, stolen vehicles in that area. Uh, I'm hoping that we will we'll get a break in that. Uh, but we're no longer looking for the Ford Edge. Uh, I also have with me uh, our district attorney, Chris Conley, and he has an update for you on the uh, reward information. Thank you, Sheriff. Um, after talking with the sheriff, I contacted the governor's office this morning and submitted a written request for her to give us the maximum reward possible under state law, which that's $5,000 per person. I submitted a written request and within one hour of getting that request, she was provided me with a proclamation approving that maximum request for the award. And she states that the circumstances 
surrounding this event indicate that every effort should be made to apprehend and arrest Vicki White and Casey White. So we thank the governor's office for their prompt response and are certainly hopeful that this may encourage or incentivize someone to, to come forward. So thank you. Thank you. Is that extended total? That, uh, that makes the total reward for Casey White $15,000, the total reward for Vicki White $10,000. So a total of $25,000 in reward money. Okay, with that, I'll take a few questions. Senator, you upset at all about the fact that it took maybe a couple days for this other department to tell you guys that the car was sitting there in Utah? Well, I mean, not really. Obviously, we'd like to know on a Friday. They, they found the car before we even knew they were gone. So, you know, I mean, it's, 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 there's no fault or blame on anyone. You know, the tow driver told it Friday afternoon. I'm, I'm sure that he probably sees some of the coverage that you guys have provided us. Uh, he saw the description of the car, and then probably a light went off and said, hey, you know, I think I remember towing that car. And went out in the lot and found it. So. I guess I'm concerned, is, is it like you guys sent out a bulletin, so every agency should be getting a bulletin that you guys were looking for this car. So I, I guess I'm trying to figure out where was the ball dropped in terms of looking at the paperwork, where it was missing, and potentially happening? Uh, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm not sure I followed that question. But... Are you saying the deputy that got responded to the call? No, I'm just basically saying you guys put out a bulletin to the entire country that yeah. you're looking for this car. Yes. And so I guess what I'm saying is, at what point did they look at the bulletin and notice that they had the same car that you were looking for? Well, the car was towed on Friday. That bulletin went out, if I'm not mistaken, Tuesday morning. So, you know, there again, that's about a four-day delay. And uh, I'm sure at some point in time, uh, a light went off. In, in this guy's head, and he thought, wait a minute, you know. I mean, they tow a lot of cars, you know. Sheriff, was there anything found in the car? What sort of state was the car in? Has there been any credible sightings in that area of Tennessee? No credible sightings I'm aware of. The car was, uh, there was nothing in the car. Uh, uh, the car was not inventoried by the record company, and the comment is it didn't appear to be anything in it. It had been, uh, there had been an attempt to spray paint it, um, and I have some photos if you want to see it. it it's a it's a botched up job, but uh, well, they did attempt to try to paint it a little bit. What makes you think the car actually broke down since you know it's supposed yeah. to be Well, because of where it was found, a rural road, county road, where there's you know there may not a lot of traffic, but somebody obviously would see it sitting on the side of the road uh, and call it in, which is what happened. Uh, if I think if, if I were going to abandon a car that I knew was hot, it would be in a crowded parking lot somewhere where it'd blend in and not stand out so much. Have you been able to piece any more of the puzzle pieces together in terms of what Vicki was up to leading up to this? There are reports that she was at Nicole's buying large and also at an adult. No. I, you know, I don't know what she was up to. Uh, I, I think at this point it's obviously, you know, a, a jailhouse romance or something, but. Uh, that's all I. That's the only explanation I really have. Is there I, anything on video that you've seen to support that it was a romance? Not that I've seen. Anyone? I saw a hand over here a while ago. I thought. Sure. Quick question. Yeah. Yes, sir. When you actually have the car in your possession, how close is possession? What can you believe from that vehicle, if anything, about how you're trying to track down? I don't know. You know, it really doesn't leave us a lot. We just know what direction they were headed. You know, they headed north from here. 
now, whether after Friday afternoon when they abandoned that car, which direction they had from there, we don't know. Uh, you know, so on that um, on that particular issue, we're sort of back to square one. But one follow-up, sir. I know Mr. Conway is not here, but ninety thousand dollars roughly in checking on a series of banks by Liberty Life Insurance Supplier. What can you say about that? Yeah, that's my understanding. You know, from uh, from a number of banks, and uh, you know, we knew she had cash. Uh, you know, we've been working on trying to find that. You know, find out what she had or whatever. But yes, I mean, they had, they had plenty of cash. Do you think she had more than 90000 in cash? I don't, I, not that we know of. Yes, sir. Chris, do you have any information about any connections as far as family members to KC or Liberty Life in Middle Tennessee or in that northern direction on 65? Not that we know of. That's something we'll be looking into for sure to see if, if we can find. But uh, I, I don't think so because, you know, we've been sort of looking at that from day one as far as family connections. So yes, well, they were when they lost the, their vehicle. Now, you know, there again, did they steal another car? Did they hitch a ride with somebody or something? You know, we don't know. Yeah. 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 No, sir, we don't. We don't know right now. How far off of 65 was the car? It looked like I, I don't know. I haven't been to the scene. Uh, looking at the map, it looked like maybe two or three miles east of 65. Uh, due east of Spring Hill, Tennessee. Uh, so, you know, it's hard to tell for sure. But obviously, they're taking the back road. On our last report, we heard that they had uh, potentially had AR 15 shotguns and some other weapons. Do you think that they might have taken those weapons with them or still on? I think anything they had in the car with them, they obviously took with them because there was nothing in the car. Uh, those are weapons that Vicki White owned personally. Uh, we're assuming that they have those weapons with them. Uh, we don't know that for a fact, but uh, we're on the side of safety. We, we're assuming they do have those weapons. Oops, unmute myself. <laughs> uh, okay, so that is some um, pretty interesting updated information. Mm -hmm. uh, that car was abandoned on Friday before anybody even knew they were missing. Yeah. They believe it broke down. And so it really kind of put a wrench in their plans, which hopefully, you know, is going to make them screw up in a way that they'll be caught. But, yeah, that, but hopefully that doesn't mean that they hurt somebody else. Right. But that's How my worry. I mean, did they have gone with someone else's car and with them in it or like, what did they do? What did they do? Because as you heard that sheriff say, Vicki White was known to own several weapons and they believe that they have them with them. Mm-hmm. They also now know she does, in fact, have $90,000 in cash with her. Yeah. Now, that scares me a lot for her safety, frankly. She oh, is a huge yeah. liability. I mean, if he's got a vehicle, because probably they've come up with something, mm -hmm. and $90,000 in cash and a bunch of guns, what does he need her for? Right. You know? Yeah. She's really missing the missing the mark here with how dangerous a person he is. Mm -hmm. Um. So, uh, you know, some interesting things that came out there. They know she stayed in a hotel the night before, which is yeah. interesting. I know she just sold her house, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. Did she literally not have anywhere to live? I'm wondering. Wondering, yeah. And yeah. she hadn't, you know, had anything else to live in because she knew she was going to be doing this. You know, she's been planning this for a while. Yeah. She had cash on hand. It's hard for me to think that she hasn't. 
found a way to get documentation, you know, to get fake passports, fake, fake driver's licenses and whatnot. If both awesome. two haven't fled straight to Mexico, I would be very surprised. That's you still know, what I think. I, what two except that they went north, not south. They went from Alabama up into yeah. Tennessee and that was north. Yeah. And that is kind of surprising because I feel like, you know, that was everybody's thought is, oh, they're heading for Mexico. Mm-hmm. Why would they go north if they were heading Can you imagine Mexico? going to Mexico with 90K? You know, you could live real comfy for a long time. You, you could. You could. You could just disappear yeah. into Mexico. And yeah, it's scary. Well, maybe it's another country that they were headed to. I really think they're leaving the U.S. I, I would think they would be insane not to. I mean, at this point. <laughs> We've got we've got a puppy battle going on, guys. I can hear it. <laughs> Little snots. Well, and if you're watching the video, and I'll describe this if you aren't, they showed a couple of images. One is of what she would look like if with brown hair, because her hair was blonde okay. and they probably dyed it, may have cut it. Um, I've seen many people comment that the pictures that are going out of her are much younger than yeah. how she looks yeah. now. Mm-hmm. There were um also uh Casey White is heavily tattooed. Yes. And there were a lot of pictures of his tattoos shown mm-hmm. in that press conference. And I'll put a link to it in the show description. So you can go watch yeah. the whole thing if you want to. Um, I just, yeah. this sheriff just kills me. He's, well, we're, we're kind of looking at that. Yeah, we're, we're wondering about that, you know. And the reporters are like, but wait a minute. And how about this? And he's just <laughs> so talking slow. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're probably thinking, you know. He well, seems- if I was going to hide a hot car, I'd leave it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, look, people, we've dealt with a lot of criminals. I don't right. know why you're freaking out. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, I mean, it is literally a week since that car was abandoned. Yeah. And more than a week now. And that's real concerning because that is the last credible sighting mm-hmm. there has been of these two. Yeah. So, you know, it it does beg the question, are they holed yeah. up with somebody? Have they got a friend, somebody helping them, a yeah. family member? Yeah. Um, that's got uh, helping them hide for a while. So I would also not- like to know if the uh, ex-girlfriend and her mother have some kind of protection. I would think so, because that's been all over the news now mm-hmm. about him making that threat. So I would imagine that there is some. What a terrifying situation for them. Now, do I actually think they're still in the area and that he's going to come back and hurt them? No, he's getting the hell no. out of here. But yeah. still, what a terrifying situation for them. That is, knowing that she, <laughs> boy, has she screwed up here. Oh, man. And another point in the uh, in the news conference, um, a reporter asked the sheriff, what would you say to Vicky? You know, and he was like, you know, I'm just, I'm worried for your safety. I, I think you ought to get away from that situation as fast as you can and turn yourself in. And, you know, you, you're what you know, what you're doing yeah. here. I just don't want you to get hurt. I mean, okay, valid. Although yeah. she has um, supplied a violent murderer. He's confessed to this murder. I know he's not convicted, but he right. has confessed. Um, and she's supplied him with 90K and some guns, including yeah. an AR-15. Like, what the hell, lady? Yeah. Like, she's been going off the deep end for a while. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. Yeah. So... That is the latest update in that case. Yeah. And we'll keep following it. And, you know, if if anything else happens, we'll just pop in and let you know. Yeah. Uh, But Katie, I'm going to turn the mic back over to you for our main case.
You know, for a while there, it was four and five-year-olds that we just kept covering, being murdered by their parents, disappearing, things of that nature. Yeah. Now, we're looking at nine and ten-year-olds. Oh, gosh. Somehow, I don't know why this keeps being synchronistic. I wish it wasn't. Yeah. But, you know, we all know about Lily Peters last week. We covered that case quite a bit. Well, there is a missing child last Wednesday. A little guy named Azuri Charles went missing in New Kensington, uh, Pennsylvania. I'm going to show you a picture of him. And, yep, he was nine. Poor little dude is a cancer survivor. Oh, man. He's been through a lot in his young life. Sure really has. A lot. And on Wednesday... He, or I think actually on Tuesday, he did not get on the school bus. And they started, look at that kid. He's so oh, cute. Look at that smile. Mm -hmm. They started looking for him. And an elderly neighbor found him behind a shed back kind of behind their house towards the woods uh, near her chair. And she said her chair was askew and she thought that was weird. And she found him. Um, he's fully dressed, but didn't have shoes and socks on. And the police pretty much immediately said this was a homicide. Oh, boy. And so I want to tell you guys a few facts of the case. Um, they do have a person of interest uh, that they have not named. However, his dad has been arrested. Right. Now, they're saying that dad has been arrested because he... Uh, actually had a warrant for giving this guy a black eye back in November. How did they have a warrant for that and he wasn't already in jail? Good freaking question. What the Not, hell is going on here? Yeah, what is going on here? That they know that this guy has abused his son and yet he's out long enough to potentially murder him? Oh. Right? Thanks. So he has been arrested, but again, it's not for the crime at hand, but it is for violence mm. against a child. So this is a picture of him being taken into custody. Uh, so that's that's what we know right now about dad. Tried to find a little bit more about uh, what kind of cancer he had and things like mm -hmm. that. I'm finding nothing. This case is frustrating me to pieces because there's very little being reported on it. Yeah. I, I did not know anything about it, and it's brand new. Yeah. This case should be all over the news, and it's yeah, not. And it's driving me nuts. I couldn't even get a live stream from the press conference. It's, it doesn't exist. I'm miffed. I'm disgusted. Yeah, this case no deserves just as much attention as Lily Peters or anybody else. Yes. But it's not getting it. So we're going to give it as much as we possibly can. And then I'm going to do everything I can to fill the holes. But there are a lot of them. So his neighbors and his school are just absolutely devastated. They all say that he was a wonderful kid. A gentle boy, a friend to all. Very helpful. He has three younger sisters. Oh, wow. There has been... 
quite a bit of uh there's been a vigil for him there's a memorial set up for him and now an elementary school is grappling with the fact that one of their own has been murdered oh, can you imagine teaching yeah. in a school like that and trying to help the kids yeah. through understanding something like this yeah Oh, one of his friends said, he was the nicest person I ever met. We liked to ride our bikes and we would always play together. Another nine-year-old. Yeah. One of the community members that was uh, interviewed had said that uh, trying to explain this to young children has been just heart-wrenching. Oh, yeah. Terrifying. And, yeah. And another neighbor said, when you have kids, it's just heartbreak. Then having to wait for our kids to come home from the bus and see all the caution tape around their house oh. and having to explain what happened is just a stab in the heart. Oh, yeah. It's just unthinkably horrifying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, of course, people are pushing for justice and they're so angry. Uh, the neighbor, her name is Aussie Taylor, who uh, did find his body. Uh, she said, I knew something wasn't right because my lawn chair was out of place out there mm -hmm. and went and took a look and that, that's what she found. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that was actually for her. Yeah. That was at 618 on Wednesday morning, but he'd been missing since Tuesday when he never got on the bus. Now, so did the school report him missing or did his family? Not clear. Not clear. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. um, also not clear on where mom is. Yeah, I wondered. Well, that. or the sisters, to be fair. Right? There's just very little coming out. So I'm still watching really closely. Uh, yeah. We do know that he, like I said, he was a pediatric cancer survivor. He recovered one year before he was murdered. Oh, my God. To beat cancer when you're nine years old mm -hmm. and then to get murdered. Oh, that's so yeah. sad. The neighbor had said she doesn't know what kind of cancer he had, but she does know that he had been sick for quite a while and had endured multiple surgeries. So he's been through a lot. Sure has. He's been through a lot. She said all he does is ride his bike and play with his sister. And for something like this to happen, it's just unbelievable. Oh, yeah, I can't God. even imagine what the neighbors are experiencing. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. So... Another neighbor. I just, I can't stop talking about what the neighbors say because it's just so, God, the whole thing. Yeah. Another neighbor said, you would have never thought that him out there playing so jovial, you would never know that that little boy was laying up there fighting for his life, for him to right. come back so full of life. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, just everybody in the neighborhood have just, they've all said such kind things about him and you know, of course, the, the neighborhood is worried. The neighbor or the police say, don't be worried. We have the person of interest. Don't be worried. But how can you not be worried when a right. neighbor was murdered in your neighborhood? Well, and how can you not be worried when there was a warrant for dad for abusing him since November? Right. That he hadn't that hadn't been served on him. That he hadn't gone to jail for. Yeah. Why? Yeah. I mean, obviously, they found him now. Where was he back in November? Right. Exactly. That is really screwed up. Yep. Okay. Yep, absolutely. So this is uh this is basically what we know at this point. There's very little to say. Uh, again, and that's frustrating, but we'll keep watching. 
But sure. we do know that dad's in custody. I suspect that they think it's dad and that he's probably going to be charged. But this is very new. And I think that they are, you know, still getting an autopsy together and things like that. And so there's yeah. a lot we don't know yet. So Yeah, there's a lot to do before they can lay charges. <clears throat> at least they were able to arrest him, though, and hold him so that they know where he's at. So he can't try to take off. Yeah. But yes. I, I, I think that the public deserves some answers about why he was out to begin with. Uh, agreed. And why this little boy was with him if he agreed. had that warrant for abusing him to begin with. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. So he has actually uh, been to court. Now dad has it. He's been denied bail at this point. Good. And his name is Gene Charles. Okay. So we'll keep an eye on Gene Charles. Uh, and honestly, everything I know I've pieced together from several very short uh, news articles. There's very little uh, anywhere else. So that, that's all I have to say, actually, except for that. Okay. We, I wanted to open an investigation on this one. I want us to keep an eye on it. Um, a jury's life mattered. And he's, yes. this is a homicide. And we have to talk about it and keep talking about it. Well, and we need to be holding the police accountable. Yes. It's very important. And also, people need to quit murdering their children, for Christ's sake. I am Wait. so sick of this. I would love to report on something else. I'd love to report on goofy crime all day. But right. this stuff just keeps happening. It surely does. So, we'll keep gathering info and let you know. Mm-hmm. So, Christy, I know that you are ready to give us one more segment and tell me what it is. Uh, it is WTF News. Okay, here we go. Now, I know we all consider Walmart to be basically a one-stop shop. Like, oh. you can get uh, <laughs> practically anything there. But Rebecca Taylor took this a little far. She was at a Walmart in, <clears throat> this was right at the end of January, and uh, she decided that what she really wanted to do was buy somebody's baby, but they were standing in line to pay for their stuff. Well, sure. Why not buy I mean, baby? you can get everything there, right? <laughs> well, and, and it's so convenient. You're already there. You could buy all the baby supplies you need. Right. Easy Why not peasy, just get right? the baby, too? Right. So the mother of this little boy uh, said she was approached by Taylor while she was waiting in the self-checkout. I don't know if the lady thought she could just scan the kid. Um, but she started commenting on the little boy's uh, blonde hair and blue eyes and asking the mother, how much could I purchase him for? Oh, so. At first, mom just kind of thought it was a joke. She just, she laughed it off like, oh, whatever, you know. And Taylor was like, no, I have $250,000 in the car and I want to pay that much for him. Will you take that much? And then Taylor, who was with another woman who is not named currently, uh, started calling the little boy by his name. And the mom had not told Taylor the boy's name. So they'd been following her or yeah. something because she knew his name. Stalking her through the store. Oh, yes. my God. So she follows her out into the parking lot. Mom is just trying what? to get the out of there with her son. Why did she go into the parking lot? I know. I was like, why did you leave the store, lady? Uh, hello. Go 
right up to an employee and say, will you please call the police? Yeah. So they get out in the parking lot and Taylor starts screaming at this woman that if she won't take 250000 for him, then she will give her a half a million dollars because she wants him and she is going to take him. Now, there is um, well, there is surveillance video from Walmart that does confirm this. Mm-hmm. And Taylor had said that he was the perfect fit and that she had been wanting to buy a baby for a long time. Uh, so, um, okay. fortunately, the police were called. Taylor was mm-hmm. arrested. Get this, though. They set her bond at $50,000. Now she was trying to buy the baby for two hundred and fifty thousand, and yeah, apparently she did really have that money because she bonded right out. Well, I was—I wanted to know: did she have two hundred and fifty k in her car? Well, I—she had something because she bonded out on fifty thousand dollars with no trouble at all. Sure. And cool. is they haven't—I don't know. There's not a lot that's happened since, other than she will be charged, but. Um, just a note to self, you can't buy somebody's baby at Walmart. It doesn't go that far with the one-stop no. shop for health. Well, sex. I mean, maybe you could. Depends on the day. But depends, depends but on the mother. What? Who who would ever do that? Offer that just yeah. nonchalantly, just oh scary. That is very weird. Well, and to know the little boy's name, like she was mm-hmm. following them and paying mm-hmm. attention. That is terrifying. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Don't leave the store if someone is doing that to you. <laughs> Walk up to the closest employee and say, call the police. <laughs> it's like going it. into the scary basement when you hear a noise in the dark. Right? I was like, I'm sure she was just like, I'm just going to get in my car and get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. But th- there were two of them. Like they yeah. could have overpowered her or mm-hmm. tried, you know, could have gone much worse than it did. So the little boy's Ooh. fine. And Rebecca Taylor is facing charges. But. Oh, that one's a doozy. Well, wow. Well, thanks so much. Yeah. (laughs) Well, guys, this is our Monday episode. We'll be back for Tuesday and Wednesday. We'll be back Wednesday night live for case updates and Thursday night for the psychic hour. And this week we will do marching orders for the rest of the month. We're a little behind, but hey, better late uh, than never, I guess. (laughs) Late's worth the wait. I don't know. I had a lot of things to say. But we appreciate you. Thank you. Please like, share, comment, do your thing. We appreciate all of that. Come and join our discussion group, True Crime Paranormal uh, Podcast Discussion Group on Facebook. And we're trying to discuss more there. Mm -hmm. That group kind of, we we do great there and then it languishes and then we do great again. We're doing great. We're going to keep doing great. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks so much for being here. This has been yet another production of True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Take care. Bye, everybody.